Welcome to a service of Holy Communion at St. Peter's by the Sea Episcopal Church in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Thank you for joining us. Please take a moment to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also listen to us as a podcast. Just search for St. Peter's by the Sea on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. If you find that our services are helpful to you in your spiritual growth, consider making a donation for our online efforts. Go to stpetersbythesea.com and click on Donate. It's very much appreciated, but not required. Thank you for joining us, and God bless. Hello, and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Before we begin our worship, a couple of announcements for the community. We are fast approaching Easter and Holy Week, and I am happy to announce that we will be able to enjoy in-person services once again beginning on Palm Sunday. So our schedule for Holy Week this year is as follows. Our services for Palm Sunday will take place both online through our pre-recorded services, and at 10.15 we will have a celebration of Palm Sunday with reading of the Passion at 10.15 on the lawn of the church. Thursday, April 1st is Maundy Thursday. We will have a Monday Thursday liturgy at 7 p.m. on the lawn of the church. April 2nd, Good Friday, we will have a full series of services beginning with a pre-recorded Stations of the Cross to be released early Good Friday morning. At 3 p.m. we will have Stations of the Cross here on the lawn of the church and the full Friday evening Good Friday liturgy will take place at 7 p.m. again on the front lawn of the church. Easter Sunday, we will have a pre-recorded festal service made available online on YouTube at 8 a.m. And we'll have an in-person outdoor services service again on the lawn of the church at 10.15. Our service this day begins with hymn 142, Lord, who throughout these 40 days... Sunday in Lent is Holy Eucharist Rite 1 with Decalogue and Penitential Order. Bless the Lord who forgiveth all our sins. His mercy endureth forever. God spake these words and said, I am the Lord thy God, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, Thou shalt have none other gods but me. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not make to thyself any graven images, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Remember that thou shalt keep the Sabbath day holy, 
Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Honor thy father and thy mother. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt do no murder. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not steal. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not covet. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against thee in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved thee with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of thy Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in thy will and walk in thy ways, to the glory of thy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance and amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. God spoke all these words to Moses on Mount Sinai. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. 
you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above or that is on earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing children for the iniquity of parents to the third and fourth generation of those who reject me, but showing steadfast love to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, you, your son or your daughter, your male or female slave, your livestock, or the alien resident in your town. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, but rested the seventh. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and consecrated it. Honor your father and mother, so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or male or female slave or ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm today is Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. One day tells its tale to another and one, might, one night imparts knowledge to another. Although they have no words or language and their voices are not heard, their sound has gone out into all the lands and their message to the ends of the world. In the deep has he set a pavilion for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom out of his chamber. It rejoices like a champion to run its course. It goes forth from the uttermost edge of the heavens and runs about to the end of it again. Nothing is hidden from its burning font. <clears throat> the, law of the, the law of the Lord is perfect and revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the innocent. The statutes of the Lord are just and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, more than much fine gold. Sweeter far than honey, than honey in the, in the comb. By them also is your servant enlightened, and in keeping them there is great reward. Who can tell how often he offends? Cleanse me from my secret faults. Above all, keep your servant from presumptuous sin. Let them not get dominion over me. Then shall I be whole and sound and innocent of great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. A reading from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. The message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us, who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? 
Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through foolishness of our proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom. But we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel hymn is hymn 455. O love of God, how strong and true. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory be to thee, O Christ. The Passover of the Jews was near, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and the money changers seated at their tables. Making a whip of cords, he drove all of them out of the temple, both the sheep and the cattle. He also poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who were selling the doves, Take these things out of here. Stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and will you raise it up in three days? but he was speaking of the temple of his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning's gospel is one that often confounds and confuses many of us. We so often think of Jesus as this meek and mild person who was filled in love and never had a harsh word for anybody. 
And that was the case for my father until 20 years ago when he finally decided to take his first Bible study. And during that time, they studied this same gospel. And I can't ever forget when he called me with his astonishment to say, Craig, I always thought of Jesus as kind of this nice, friendly kind of guy, but I'm beginning to realize there was another side to him. I remember laughing to myself because there were many times I tried to explain this to my father and he just couldn't seem to comprehend it. But there was another side to Jesus. There was a side to Jesus that became frustrated with the temple authorities and where the faith of the Jewish people had gone to over the centuries. No longer were the laws that we heard so wonderfully earlier today used as a pathway to find a relationship with God, but were now being used by the Pharisees as a way to control and to strong-arm the Jews into obedience. It was a way to pass judgment on those who could not live up to the law. In the temple itself, a building originally started 40 years before this date in Jesus' life, was begun by King Herod as one of many building projects that King Herod started throughout Israel. They were built as great and mighty monuments to his memory. And here Jesus enters the temple, what is the most holy of holy places in all Jerusalem and perhaps even the world, the place where ancient tradition told us that God resided within the confines of the most innermost part of the temple. But what does he find there? Does he find people who are being led towards deeper relationship to God? Or instead, is he finding that the temple is no different than the marketplaces which encompass much of the streets of the old city? A place where commerce was taking place and not a sense of teaching of who God is and a welcoming to all into the inner sanctum and into the joys and love of God. In Madeline Langle, the late Madeline Langle writes that the difference between an icon and an idol is that an icon is designed for us to be able to see God as if looking through a glass. And an idol blocks us from being able to see God. And what we find in this morning's gospel and in our Old Testament readings are what were at one time meant to be icons, buildings and laws meant to help us see God and be in relationship with God more easily, but instead over time had been turned into idols, and they themselves became items of worship. In Paul's letter this morning, we, t we hear him say that the cross is foolishness to most of the world. That which people value and worship, whether it be power or wealth or wisdom as the Greeks did, are not what is taught to be valued in Christianity. But somehow what is valued is what the cross itself symbolizes. Humility, compassion, and meekness. If we listen to the stories of Jesus, what confounded the people most often is that his command to them to let go of what they believed provided them security and identity and to grab on tightly to the message of the cross. To the young rich man who seeks deeper relationship, he sends him away saddened because he tells them, to find God fully. Give up all that you have. A command that he just could not 
bear to do. And for those who heard the Beatitude, he speaks and teaches about a life in a way that is counter to our understanding of the world itself. That it is the lowly who shall inherit the earth. It is those who mourn who shall be comforted. It is those who hunger and thirst for justice who will be fed. Jesus offered a gift to the world through the cross that most did not understand, whose own idols blocked them from seeing the very incarnate God in front of them. But it's through the cross, the icon of our faith, that Jesus demonstrated and showed us what the love of God truly is about and how valuable it is and how badly needed it is by this world. In these 40 days of Lent, as we journey with Christ to Jerusalem and then finally to the cross itself, allow ourselves to gaze upon the love of the act of Christ's sacrifice for us as the icon to understanding all that is valuable and all that is pure from God as we look away from that which blocks us from fully seeing God himself. All the elements of this world, whether it be the temple in its glory, the commandments, or even liturgy or building, may we focus through on the true icon, the cross of Christ. Amen. Let us affirm our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and, our, and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. He shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ's church and the world. Almighty and ever-living God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayer which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. 
Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially Michael, our presiding bishop, Nicholas, our bishop, and Craig, our rector, that they may, both by their life and doctrine, set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. <clears throat> and to all thy people, give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also to rule the hearts of those who hear the authority of government in this and every land, especially Joseph, our president, and our governor, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, that rejoicing in thy whole creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, and any other adversity. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for our retired bishops, George Hunt and Geraldine Wolfe. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for Stephen Boss, Michael and Lisa Boss, and Brad and Julia Boss. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in, their, in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace to follow the good examples of the Blessed Virgin Mary and Peter, our patron, and of all thy saints, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you and with thy spirit. Please take a moment and share the peace with somebody near you. Text someone to let them know that you're thinking of them and that they too are loved by God. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
All things come from thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and meet so to do. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who was in every way tempted as we are, yet did not sin, by whose grace we are able to triumph over every evil and to live no longer unto ourselves, but unto him who died for us and rose again. Therefore we, therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, All glory be to thee, almighty God, our heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For on the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he'd given thanks, he brake it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we, thy humble servants, do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these thy holy gifts, which we now offer unto thee the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, and rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. And we humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and Holy Spirit these thy creatures and gifts of bread and wine, that we, receiving them according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's holy institution, 
in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls, and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we, and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion, may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for thee and feed on him in your hearts by faith 
with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven, The blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank thee for that thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members and corporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Bow down before the Lord. Look mercifully on this, your family, almighty God, that by your great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hymn 495, Hail Thou, Hail Thou Once Despised Jesus. <laughs> 